Welcome to the Raising Carter podcast, an intimate look at fatherhood through the eyes of Carter, empowering fathers to create lifelong bonds with their young sons. Now let's welcome your host, Ramon Weatherall Sr. and his son Carter. This is the Raising Carter podcast, and I'm your host, Ramon Weatherall Sr. and the Raising Carter podcast, the podcast that's dedicated to fathers with sons. Fathers with sons who want to be and want to stay an integral and an important part of their lives and just want to hear somebody talk about the things that they're thinking about. But do you realize, Dad, that the things that you do affect your son? And on every level. And the reason why I bring that bring that to you and talk about that today is because the Lewiston mass shooter, Lewiston, Maine, the mass shooter, Robert Carr had a son and what he did affected his son was going to affect his son from him his suicide that just that alone but then all then him killing 18 other people wounding anywhere up to 60 other people three people still in critical condition my thing is if you just wanted to kill yourself why did you do that why did you have to destroy 18 other families why did you have to wound all these other people why did you have to do that it was just a selfish act it was just a selfish act but he left his son a note some type of note so let's listen to that let's 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 try to get some of the psyche behind this because what you do, Dad, affects your son. And this man had a son, this 40-year-old man. That was found in his residence. So this is a paper-style note. Um, I'm not going to read it to you verbatim. But what it is, uh, is it's a note to a loved one and is saying that uh, this is the passcode for my phone. Um, this is the bank account numbers. Uh, and uh, I wouldn't... Uh, Describe it as a explicit suicide note, but the tone and tenor was that uh, the individual was not going to be around and wanted to make sure that this loved one had access to his phone and whatever was in his phone. We're working on that now to get into the phone. That's one of those search warrants. That's one of those very specialized uh, skill set that our folks have. And then the bank codes uh, to make sure that that happens. That's not uncommon in suicide situations. Um, you get long loads. You get very set up scenarios. But that's something that you asked about, and I, I do appreciate that. And, again, we can talk about that a little bit more now. Uh, that doesn't, I mean, that doesn't sound like a person, person with this severe mental health, this psychotic person. You, you left a suicide note. You left bank codes so your son or whoever could get whatever they needed. That, that that sounds like a person who knew what they were doing. So for all the people who want to use that as an excuse, 
That don't to me, I'm a realist. That doesn't sound like somebody who who they knew what they was doing and then didn't care. Didn't care, but what 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 is your what good is that stuff to your son? What what good? I mean, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, everybody needs money to live, but you just took a crap on his his life. He can't live in that city anymore. That's that's can't. What, what what can he do there? What can he do there? He's gonna be known as the the son of the guy who, you know, murdered all these people. What can he do there? You just took a crap on his life. Your family, everybody they they they've gotta they've gotta deal with the brunt. They've gotta deal with what you did. Like I seen the mayor at the end of, you know, the governor or whatever at the end of her speech, she was like, "Robert Card is dead." And so is his family. So yeah, you just you just took a crap on your son's life, bro. Like that's what you did. And that's what fathers we got you gotta understand. When you go out and do things and you decide to take your own life or you decide to do something that's gonna put you in jail for ever. Your family's got to deal with that. Your your son, your daughter, your 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 daughter, your son's got to deal with what you did. They've got to go around and, and hear all how bad you were, and you're probably just like him. He's now he's got to deal with the fact: am I am am I like this? Well, would I do something like this? Do I have the, you know, do I have the the propensity or the 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 mindset that I would do? possibly do something like this he's got he's got to deal with that and they also in this press conference they also bring up his his, uh, mental health situation Let's let's listen to that. That we covered that as well. Another question uh, that uh, I've had some conversation around this morning. You know, if you talk about is there a motive here, right? Uh, I think clearly um, there's a mental health component to this. Uh, we still need to do some research around trying to get access to certain records and things of that nature. Um, which, again, you could probably imagine is not just as simple as hey, just calling somebody, hey, can he send me this thing? Um, but what I would say is that based on what I've heard through conversations this morning, I don't see or I'm told that, that we don't have access to any forcibly committed for treatment information reference to Mr. Card. Okay? So you can volunteer, as an example, to go to a facility and seek treatment for months on end. Um, but if you're not forcibly committed to seek that treatment, and it's very specific to treatment, right? Not forcibly taken for an evaluation, an evaluation is completely different than treatment. So there are a lot of very specific criteria around firearms and are you are possessed. Basically, he's saying right here um, that this person. shit was on him. This was on him. Don't blame it on 
his mental health. Don't blame it on guns. Don't blame it on the police. Don't blame it on nothing else. This was on him. This was on him. But when are we going to start finding out who's more likely to do this? And when are we going to start as men policing ourselves, taking accountability for ourselves? Yeah, this is on him. This is what he's saying. This is on him. This is, this is, don't blame it on mental health because he wasn't forcibly treated. Don't, don't blame it on, you know, assault rifles and, you know, we got to get rid of guns because I get tired of people talking about how we got to get rid of guns. We got to get rid of, uh, you know, assault rifles. Well, they'll just go get another gun. They'll just get another gun to do. If somebody wants to hurt people, they're going to find a way to do it. If somebody wants to hurt people, they're going to find a way to do it. We got to deal with the person who's doing it. Why do you think you can do this? rather and what that looks like so in this scenario uh, we have not seen to this point i have not seen to this point that mr card was forcibly committed for treatment and if that didn't happen uh, then the next check you could go into a a firearms dealer uh, who does all of their work and the background check is not going to ping like this individual is prohibited and something that's incredibly important for us to say and for me to say, and I find myself saying it on a regular basis, just because there's a, a appears to be a mental health nexus to this scenario, um, the vast, vast, vast majority of people, the vast majority of people with a mental health diagnosis will never hurt anybody. They won't hurt themselves. They're not a danger to the community. Um, based on percentages alone, there's a bunch of folks in here that have a mental health diagnosis. I know law enforcement officers that have a mental health diagnosis. Um, that doesn't mean they're a danger to the community. We certainly have people that reach that crisis level uh, where that does occur, uh, and we deal with those folks on a regular basis, sometimes through involuntarily forcible commitments, right, and sometimes not. Um, sometimes there's different levels of that mental health system, and that's a whole different conversation that uh, can be quite lengthy. And, and I can tell you that law enforcement has been involved at this point for decades and heavily involved over the last 15 years or so. Like I said, he's basically telling you in so many words that anybody that's, you know, has common sense, anybody who who just wants to see things clearly that you can't, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not, we're not blaming this on his mental health situation. We're not going to let him get off we're not gonna let him do that we're not gonna let him do that and 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 we and you shouldn't and you shouldn't if you can sit out and write a suit you know a note and tell your family your, you know your son or whoever you wrote this to that you know here's what you need and uh all that man you're not crazy you're not crazy you're not that crazy you're not crazy enough that you didn't know what you were doing and this is what you wanted to do. And this was just plain evil. All that other stuff might be some type of, might be 
you know, on might be true. But the number one thing is that this man, Robert Carr, was just evil. He was just hateful. And that's what he wanted to do is go and kill innocent people. That's number one. That's number one. But his actions just destroyed his son's life. You say you love him. If we say we love our sons, then why do we do things that could possibly, that will, they possibly could destroy their lives, hurt them? Because just committing suicide is gonna hurt your is gonna hurt your son. Even if you got a, a shitty relationship with him, it's still gonna hurt him because he's gonna think or people. He's gonna think, well, if things go wrong for, for me, will will I revert to doing that too? Is that the type of person that I am? So just just that alone. But if you got, if you had any type of relationship with him and, and you go out and you do, you go out and you commit suicide, that's going to, that's going to destroy it. That's going to, you, you might as well add, added him to the list of the people that were killed that day because a part of him died too. It was just a selfish act. And once you become a father, being selfish, you got to kind of throw it out the window. You got to throw that, you got to throw that out the window. Yeah, if this was, he was a single man and he went out and did this, it would be, I ain't going to say understandable, but it would be something that you could see being done. But. You you got family that live in that town. You got a son who lives in that town. He can't live there anymore. Why is he going to live there anymore? Stop making excuses for people who make wrong decisions oh it was you know it was guns it was it it was mental health um he he was a um a you know a military reserve no he was just evil he was just evil he was just a bad person that there there's such things as that there's there they are there are bad people And those people need to be dealt with, no matter what color they are. They need to be dealt with accordingly. And not giving all these scapegoats and all this stuff and all that. No, man. You need to be handled with prejudice. So other people who think that this is something that they want to do need to think about that again. Is this what you really want to do? Because this is what's going to happen to you. And you better think about that. You better think about what you do. dads and men, because if you care about anybody else besides yourself, 
you just you gonna put them through hell. Like they say, when 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 someone goes to jail, you don't go to jail alone. The people in your life go to jail too. But when you go out and you commit a crime, when you commit murder, when you kill somebody, your family is hurt, and the people that you the person, the victim or victims, their family is hurt. All because you wanted to do something. We got to start. Being a man isn't, manhood isn't something that you just walk into. No, it's something that's earned. It's something that's earned. Robert Carr wasn't a man. He was a male. A man wouldn't do this. A male, a selfish male would. An evil, selfish male would do this. A man wouldn't do this. A man, you can have prejudice, you know, things you don't, things you don't like, people you don't like. I don't like mint chocolate ice cream. I have a prejudice to mint chocolate ice cream. I'm not eating it. I'm not buying it. I'm not eating it. That that's just life. You gonna you gonna, but that that doesn't mean you go out and you go out and you hurt people. Or you go out, you know, if I see somebody with mint chocolate ice cream, I slap it out of them hand and push them down and kick them. No, man. You know, you being a man and, and and manhood is about controlling yourself, being able to fight through urges and anger and depression. That's what being a man is about. That's what being a father is about. So the things you do affect and can hurt your son so watch what you do if you need somebody to talk if you need help if you need therapy go get it but don't go out doing something that's gonna destroy and basically fuck up their life just because you can't deal with whatever's going on with you and that is this episode of the Raisin Carter Podcast. I'm your host, Ramon Weatherall Sr. If you like this podcast, what I need you to do is share it with your friends. Share it with other people. Share it with people who you, somebody who you think needs to hear this message, somebody you think that would appreciate this message, would appreciate this podcast, share it with them, man. That's the only way we can keep this going. But like the hat says, I will never quit. It's the truth. I ain't quitting. I ain't stopping. And I want to give a shout out to our sponsors. I will never quit Hatware for supporting this podcast, supporting me. And I just want to say, watch what you do. Understand your position is very important. Understand that you are needed, fathers, and that what you do and say your actions have a direct effect on your son and i'm out of here peace